0: You restore it, my soul. When you become a believer, your spirit is made right. Sometimes the soul doesn't get the notice. It has a hole in it due to things that's happened in the past. Hurt, abuse, molestation. But we want to speak to you today and tell you that God wants to heal the hole in your soul.
1: Good morning, family. Once again, good, happy Sunday morning. I am your girl, Shantel Barbara, the Kingdom Coach Minister, the D-A Kingdom, K-I-N-G, D-O-M Coach, C-O-A-C-H Minister. And today is our 9 a.m. Sanctuary Sunday service. Glory be to God, I could have let sister leandria minister that entire song if it was left up to me glory be to god i would have just let her flow right on through you guys but we'll, we'll replay it and give you guys a little bit more of her amazing voice here in a minute i want to get focused on the subject at hand no i do not own the rights to the music that is played in my background it is um lord deliver me featuring leandria johnson i believe it's donald McClurkin featuring Leandria johnson amen glory be to god and so that brings us to our subject on this amazing sunday morning we're talking about deliverance versus decision now if you guys tuned in with me on this morning we spoke about well we didn't speak we just had like an early sunset service usually on sunday mornings we have what you call a sunset sunday worship service where we'll just worship in the spirit. Um, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about some things and we'll pretty much worship for the most part from six 5.30 a.m. to 6 o'clock a.m. Central Time and um, I was speaking, I read the, the scripture that we are coming out of on this morning. We came out of Psalms 41 through 3, amen, and um, I'm gonna reread that scripture, amen just for, for for reference, just for reference. I'll reread that scripture, but what I wanted to talk a little bit about on this morning is you know we have a lot of people sometimes you know how okay, I'm just gonna say this decisions, 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 okay, and what I mean by that is is that um a lot of times we as human beings. We tend to think we can, we, we don't like to really get, we have a pride spirit. I think some things come from pride. And I was very blessed to hear uh, Pastor Donald McClurkin speak about um, how sometimes the soul doesn't get the notice due to the things that's happened in the past, hurt, abuse, molestation. And we tend to um, run back to the very thing we quote unquote hate, right? Right. And so what ended up happening is is if we were um, into drugs really bad or if we were prostituting or if we were a heavy drinker or if we were um, whatever it may be, whatever it may have been, a, a sex addict or whatever it might be, if we um, once or are, in a general sense, um, struggling with those particular strongholds. And those strongholds possibly came from hurt, pain, abuse, molestation, etc. It says sometimes the soul doesn't get to notice. It says, so he's going to have Leandra speak to us. One of the things she said was, Lord, deliver me. She said, Lord, deliver me. Amen. And that's the key point. Most of the times we tend to try to handle it on our own. And we think that we figured it all out. And Lord has not delivered us. We just made a decision. We just made a decision to stop doing it. It was never a deliverance from God, Amen. And so what ended up happening is because we never allowed the Lord to come in. We tried to. A lot of us, once again, we're prideful. We just think we can. We're we're so prideful that we don't even allow the Lord to come in. You know, you just. I'm just gonna be honest. We are so prideful at time as human beings we don't even let the Lord come in we just think we could just handle it all on our own and so or sometimes people just don't want to give God credit amen but God has to get the glory out of everything and so I I remember a while back I was attending this meeting I used to attend these meetings um, here in my town They were like, uh, it was a ministry, but it was called women helping women meetings where we come together as women and we, we have a subject, a topic, um, and, uh, sorry, a scripture, um, topic. We take that scripture and relate it to our lives and be able to speak about it. Testimonial services, things like that. And so basically that's what I'm doing here today. I'm taking the scripture and, um, excuse me, in that scripture, I put a topic to it. And I'm just relating it to everyday life. And I, and I can um, speak so authentic about this particular subject because myself, me, myself have struggled and have dealt with this very thing. So I know I'm a little, I'm a lot familiar with it more so than just, um, seeing it being um, done towards anyone else. And I think that's the beautiful part about God. See, the beautiful part about God for me is being able to use my own life as an example of what I know God is able to, capable of doing because I've been there. Amen. And so that's why I'm grateful for this ministry that he has given me, this kingdom coach ministry. I am a professional Christian life coach search for the kingdom of God. Amen. I'm not a minister or a preacher, amen. But I like to come on and I like to be able to use um, everyday life experiences and incorporate the Bible to give you a better understanding of how to get a grip to it, help you navigate through life, amen. Because the Bible is our navigation system. Just in case we uh, some people were didn't didn't know that, amen. The Bible is our navigation system. It's our GPS. It's our It's our everyday life. It's uh, it's what we need to navigate through this world, through this life that we're living. It's the B-I-B-L-E. It's the basic instructions before leaving earth. Amen. And so I'm able to take the tools out of the Bible and cross-reference a lot of what, um, a lot of the scripture and be able to say, hey, I know how we can, you can get through that. Well, at least I have an idea because I've been through it and this is what I did or this is how I went about it. But it wasn't of myself. It was of God. So and initially, I couldn't have been able to speak on these things because it wasn't of God. A lot of things I didn't allow the Lord to um, help me with or give me that strength I need to be able to pull through. I, I was trying to navigate through this life without God. And I, I, if I got to be honest with you, family, I don't know how people can walk through this world every day without them. I'm I'm still trying to figure out how can any human being walk through the the life every day without God? Like, I mean, I just don't, I mean, I'm just saying, I don't know. (laughs) But at any rate, so we're talking about deliverance versus a decision. And so when God deliver us from something it's all god. When we stop doing something, that's a decision that we made. And I'm going to use my boss as an example. I love her so much. I'm sure she wouldn't mind. And it's not that I'm talking about her, but I'm sh- I'm simply just utilizing it as a, as an example. Um she had stopped smoking cigarettes for about 6 years and then she started back after the pand- during the pandemic. And uh, so it's a lot of things, even if I don't use her as an example, I can use myself as, as an example as well. Um, when I first moved to the city of Danville, I had been, I had stopped, I hadn't stopped, I hadn't been stopped drinking and smoking cigarettes for, for long at all. But I was like, you know, I'm not doing it no more. I want to change my love over to God, blah, 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 blah. And so, um, I ended up stopping. From about 2000 and the middle toward the end of 2015. And I started back in 2017. Sometime 2017. So it was about a good two years. Maybe two years and some change. Okay. Then I stopped again at 2018, 2019, 2020. No, wait, yeah, I think it was, and I want to say, yeah, this is 22, so 2021, I started back again, okay, and I had those uh, struggles where I was in and out of drinking, and so at one point, I convinced myself that you can can drink as long as you don't get drunk, and I'm not here to um, argue that point at the moment. I'm not willing to, um, what I will say is this, it's a personal connection and a personal relationship between me and God. And, um, I just didn't, I felt convicted. I wasn't getting drunk. I had God, the devil, I'm sorry, not God, the devil had conv- tried to convince me to a point where he tried to make me believe that I, if I drink and didn't get drunk, that it was okay. And so I was okay because I felt as though I'm gonna see say felt because I was it was a feeling okay. I felt as though it was okay at the time, and it made me feel good. That's why I'm using the word felt because it was a feeling attached to emotion. You know how that goes and that's not how it works. But I have to put it in that and put it that way so you can understand what I'm saying. So when because it felt good to me, made me feel good per se. Um, I kept doing it and, uh, y'all got to excuse me cause I'm drinking my hot cup of tea this morning. Y'all know how I do. Amen. But excuse me, but what I want to say is, um, in the process of that whole back and forth, back and forth in and out, in and out of that relationship with alcohol, I realized that I didn't allow the Lord to come in and deliver me. Throughout the entire process, I just um, stopped doing it because I got overwhelmed and tired of doing it. So I came up to a a conclusion and made a decision that I was just going to stop. Now, I'm not seeing some people who come to a conclusion and make a decision that they want to stop who haven't like for for real, for real been delivered um, will necessarily go back to it. But it's a very dangerous game, in my opinion, because when you when you. Don't allow the Lord to come in for any reason at all in our lives. As we're trying to navigate through this world, we don't keep the Lord right there with us. We're not strong enough. As human beings, I'm not strong enough. I don't want to put that on anybody else, but I can't honestly speak authentically about myself. And I'm not strong enough to do that. I'm not strong enough to stop a certain thing and without allowing the Lord to come in and help me with it. Amen. And so... When I kept dabbing back and forth, I didn't. I didn't realize the whole entire time that the only reason why I was doing it was because I was never delivered. It was a decision that I made, right? But what God was showing me in the midst of all of that, He was like my child, because I was like, "Well, I can do it. I'm drinking. I ain't getting drunk. It makes me feel good." He said, "Well, that's why it's a sin because it makes you feel good." And so we're not we're not supposed to do anything pleasing to the flesh, you know. We supposed to. Um, get into our word, read our Bibles, pray, concentrate ourselves fast, meditate day and night. And those are the things that are supposed to make us feel good, right? Instead, we're we're utilizing a substance to make us feel good when God is can do all of that. He can do all of that for us. That's what he's here for. And so that's what kind of gave me this whole, you know, idea and what God was he kind of like broke it down to me and if I could really break it down if I had enough time family to really break it down to you the way I really want to break it down to you on this morning I would but my best um thing that I can say and I can tell you about this whole decisions versus deliverance is you have to make a decision to want to be delivered not a decision to stop doing what you're doing okay that's that's the difference it's not about a decision I, I, I'm making a decision to stop drinking you have to make a decision to want to be delivered for from from drinking you have to make a decision to want to be delivered from um drug abuse you have to make a decision to want to be delivered from a sexual morality um you have to make a decision to want to be delivered from the um From these, from the things that is has corrupted your flesh, the ungodly things of this world that has corrupted our flesh as human beings. We have to make a decision to want to be delivered. We just can't make a decision to stop doing it. That's not how it works because if we just say, I'm just going to stop doing it. I'm just because I'm tired. We didn't make a decision to want to be delivered. We made a decision to just stop. So we momentarily put that. Uh, fleshly desire on hold and now it's still some form of fashion surfacing through our flesh and it's just on hold it's just there. It's almost like making a phone call and you just being put on hold you're still there somebody's you're on the end of that line no one is just there right now and eventually somebody's gonna pick it up Amen. You have a call to the IRS or different places and you felt like you was on hold for forever. You either had a decision to hang up or stay there until whatever call that you were trying to get through got through. Right. And so most of the times we stay on that call. Now you made that decision to stay on that call. But it doesn't mean that you got the answers that you were looking for. You might have been like, oh, I was on hold all this time. And all they told me was this. You know, we don't always get what we looking for when we make a decision. The only how we're going to get what we're looking for when we make a decision that we decide to allow. We make a decision to be delivered and we have to take that thing to God. We can't do that on our own. That's something that can't be done on our own. We have to strictly take that to God, to everything, to God in prayer. Amen. And when we take it to God, then that's when we able to get what we need. Because we're not getting what we need when we just try to do it on our own. And once again, people, we can be so prideful, you know. And I've been in that spot before, I've been in that space before, amen, where I was like, I didn't realize it at the time. I'm realizing it now that God has been. strengthening me and giving me more insight and more revelation knowledge on a lot of different things that particularly that i particularly dealt with or went through in my life as a um teenager and a young adult all the way up until my womanhood now up until now he has shown me different things and he say this is why it's this this is why that this is how this happened and i was like oh oh my god and i don't know if you got you guys um listen to my dear mind you have been renewed challenge But it was done um, November the 9th. I can't remember the exact day that it was over, but from November the 9th all the way up for 30 days prior to that. Now, that's not a full 30 days on air. It's about 28 days on air, maybe 27, because I did not start right at the first day. I started at the third day, which is a whole nother story, but I always try to explain to people. It was not because I didn't want to tune you in for 30 days. It was because it was never something that I anticipated on doing. God led me to do that. That was a God's thing, amen. So once God told me to go ahead on and, you know, make it, put it out there on air and broadcast it I did that but it wasn't until the third day when he's the third day he spoke to me and told me that and I just wanted to be obedient it wasn't seven days for me initially I mean it wasn't 30 days for me initially it was seven God said 30 so once again I want to be obedient in that so that's how that went down but nevertheless The little 27 some days of being on air and the 30 days for myself personally of this dear mind, you have been renewed challenge really opened up some portals in my, in me to allow me to get a better understanding of God, who he is, what role he plays in my life and why a lot of things had hadn't been done or why, how I missed this. And you know, it was just, it just, it just brought so much clarity to me and God really showed me some things and it just so it just not it just don't open up doors of renewing the mind it begins to open up doors for a lot of amazing things in our lives as men and women of God so I think it's very important that we don't I was telling somebody I said people be like I'm trying to renew my mind I didn't try I renewed the mind amen because the Bible says that we have to call those things be there not as though they were. So I spoke my mind being renewed into an existence. And my, yes, my mind is renewed. Dear mind, you have been renewed. And every day I'm, re- I renew the mind by simply saying, Dear mind, you have been renewed because it all it takes is for us to speak life into that thing. Amen. Glory be to God. And then we just continue to speak life into that thing. So a lot of times when we make a decision to stop doing something, we're not speaking life into it. We're just leaving it there. A Girl, I just stopped drinking, white girl, because I just did. You, you ever hear a lot of people go on social media and they'll say, Today, my last day smoking weed. I decided to stop smoking weed. So y'all come, come, let's smoke all the bumps we can because tomorrow today, my last day. And then six months down the line, they're back doing it because it was never a decision to be delivered. It was a decision just within themselves. They didn't bring God into that equation. And I'm here to minister to you and not minister, but just put a word out there that we cannot family we cannot we cannot be delivered without the lord being involved when you decide that you want to stop doing anything that's under the will of god you have to decide to um you have to make a decision to want to be delivered you can't make a decision to just stop doing it it has to be a deliverance attached to that amen we're going to pull up psalms 41 through 3 because we're getting ready to end here in a minute but i hope that i was able to come on here and I was able to give you a little insight on where I'm where I'm going and what I'm trying to get on this morning. Amen. Psalms 40, 1 through three. And he reads, I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. I waited patiently on the Lord and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the misty clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my action. God has to be the one to establish those actions. God has to be the one to bring us out of that pit. God has to be the one to bring us up out of the the, 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 the so-called uh, the, the bondage and the strongholds of the desires of the world that we have been... Um, dormed in for so many years because we can't do that without God. Everything that this scripture speaks about, it speaks about what the Lord did. It didn't say what Chantel did, what John, Harry, Susie, Mary, Kim. It said what the Lord did. Amen. It spoke clearly about what God did. Amen. And it says, and he put a new song in my mouth. Every praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. Many shall see the, the, the praise that's coming out of my mouth and um, fear God and trust in the Lord. You have to set, you have to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him so he can direct your path. So, what does that mean, family? People think that that just means that when you're making a decision to start a new job or when you're making a decision to um, buy a new car or when you make a decision to buy a new house or when you make a decision to um, move out of state to a different state, those are not the only decisions that we want God. We want to bring God into in our lives. We want to bring God into our decisions for everything because we have to even allow the Lord to. Uh, deliver us from our decisions that we're making. So if we don't give God, give God the credit, for, we don't bring God into that. We can't just say, "Oh, I'm I'm moving." How many people, men and women of God, authentically speaking, just up and did something without asking, without putting the Lord, involving the Lord in it? Who has the ability? I mean, I'm asking for myself. Who has the ability to just up and just say, "Okay"? I'm about to go head on and um, do this. I mean, men and women of God, if you grew up in a church and you have um, confessed Christ as your Lord and Jesus Savior and you are, you know, uh, in a relationship with God, trying your best to do what you have to do with God, for God, um, and you just say, I'm going to stop smoking weed or cigarettes and you didn't consult God. How many people did that and it didn't go through? didn't it didn't go through next thing you know six months to a year later you're back doing it a deliverance is something that's just done it's done and over with like god delivered you from that thing and there's no going back to it but if you're dibbing and dabbing it's, it's because either one you're not keeping yourselves um in the um sight of god and and staying in that realm that he needs you to be in or you were just never delivered from it in the first place It didn't even take me going around nobody or being around nobody. That was a stronghold that was within me. And uh, even if I was um, around somebody or not, if I was just by myself, you know, or um, I would just be like, man, I want to go get me a drink. And even if I was around somebody that may have had that same spirit, if I was fully delivered from it, it wouldn't it wouldn't have um, it wouldn't have tampered with me. It wouldn't have, you know, allowed me to. Feel as though it was necessary to go get a drink. Okay. So that's what I mean when I say God has to come in and be, and, and, and we have to make a decision to, uh, allow the Lord to deliver us. We can't make a decision to stop doing it. We got to make a decision to allow the Lord to come in and deliver us. Make a decision to be delivered. Okay. Don't make a decision to just make a decision. Make a decision to be, to be delivered because when we allow the Lord to come in, and make that decision help us with that decision then it it it, it's a different type of feeling it's a better understanding you're able to navigate and do what you need to do amen glory be to god listen i hope that i was able to come on here today and Get through to somebody and be able to really, 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 really get somebody to get the full understanding of, you know, what I'm trying to speak on today. So it's a del- deliverance versus decision. Amen. Glory be to God. Listen, for those of you who are uh, would like to donate or associate to this ministry, Amen. All of my information is in the description. Glory be to God, and I love you guys so much with the love of the Lord. Lord's will. I will be back here tomorrow noon, twelve noon, Monday. December the 5th, 2022, for our N double DB, our noonday daily prayer here at 12 o'clock. Glory be to God. And that's it for Mondays. We don't, Mondays is like my off days, unless the Lord leads me otherwise. I usually just do an N double DB on Mondays and be done. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays and Sundays are my uh, days where I do most, I, I come on air twice. A day, those days. I'm only on air once a day, Saturdays and Mondays. All that's of course the Lord has led me. Otherwise, which speaking of that, yesterday... I aired at two o'clock p.m. a self-love/slash survival mode episode on here on my podcast, featuring me and my oldest daughter. You guys might want to go check that out. Very interesting topic. It was actually like uncut, unedited, and just we just dive right in it. We we're having a conversation, and I just pressed the button, and I was like, "Let's just record this and put this out there for the people." It was some very good information that we were sharing with one another that we wanted to, that I felt that I believe as though it was necessary to share with the world. Amen. Gives them a better understanding and insight on some things. This is your girl, Chantel Barber, and I love you guys so much. It's nothing you can do about it. I pray you guys have a blessed, amazing rest of the day. Amen. We're going to close out with the rest of um the sit, the trend, is, trended, trend City Singers. Deliver Me, and I know it's featuring Leandrea um, Johnson, but I also believe that uh, Don, Pastor Donna McClurkin also is on this track as well. Amen. Love you guys so much, and I pray you guys have a blessed day.
0: declaration, a decree. So I'm speaking for all of you listening, starting here, starting now. The things that hurt you in the past won't control your